I'm Maya Chupkov, and I'm a woman who stutters. And I'm Cynthia Chin, Maya's longtime friend, and I know nothing about stuttering. And this is Proud Stutter, a podcast about stuttering and embracing verbal diversity in an effort to change how we talk about it, one conversation at a time. Welcome back to Proud Stutter. I'm Cynthia. And I'm Maya. And today, our guest is Mariam Elba. She's a research reporter at ProPublica, where she conducts research for local investigations, which is awesome. And we're going to be talking to her today about what it's like to have a stutter as a reporter and also as an adjunct professor. Welcome, Mariam. Yeah, we're so excited to speak with you. Um, And I'm particularly interested in your teaching because I can imagine that can be um, a little anxiety and inducing, at least I think so with, with having a stutter. So I, I'd love if you can give us just like a brief summary and introduce yourself. My name is um, uh, Mariam. It feels good to be on a, a podcast where I don't have to worry how long it might take to say my name as it's very often um, uh, the thing that I uh, that um, uh, that that um, uh, takes a uh, long time uh, for me to say I'm a um, uh, journalist I'm a uh, research reporter at ProPublica as of last spring as well I started uh, teaching at the um, uh, Craig Newmark uh, Journalism School um, at the City U- University of New York, um, teaching the um, uh, research um, methods uh, class for uh, journalism uh, students, um, which I found quite rewarding and quite fun. In addition to being a journalist and being an adjunct pr- pr- professor, what do you like to do for fun? I love um, uh, music. Um, uh, I'm I'm a I'm a um, I'm a big um, uh, li- listener of music. My taste kind of spans from uh, you know fr- from uh, progressive uh, metal to um, uh, K-pop. Um, I'm actually in um, uh, Los Angeles now. Uh, for the um uh to 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 um uh to attend the um uh BTS um uh concert. I think I know the answer to this, but do you stutter when you sing? You know, it's an interesting question because I'm trying to think about when was the last time I sang. <laughs> but um I mean, I guess the next time I'll sing is probably at this concert, but um Interestingly, no, I don't really stutter when I when I sing. Um, and I remember reading something about how it like involves different brain paths from speaking. So like, you don't stutter when you sing, but I also feel like there's a, um, you know, like of course there's like a scientific like neur- like neurological component to that. That's awesome. I had a hunch that you wouldn't stutter when you sang. Um, I wanted to ask you about how you got into journalism and um, if your stutter had any effect on your career choice. I kind of fell into journalism by accident. Um, When I got out of college, um, I applied to grad school 
um, to study um, uh, Middle Eastern um, uh, studies. I was really interested in like history and anthropology and, and the program that I got into was actually a dual program for uh, Middle Eastern studies and, um, and uh, journalism. Um, and after um, uh, graduating, um, I uh, interned at uh, Democracy Now! Uh, for a bit um, as a social media intern. Um, and it was really interesting time because that was when um, uh, I like like the internship had lasted through um, uh, uh, the uh, 2016 uh, ele election campaign and um, uh, Trump's um, uh, eventual uh, um, um, uh, 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 victory. Um, so it, it was really interesting time and it, and it was really interesting to see how um the producers of the show would kind of like frame the news what what kind of um uh voices they would uh um uh have on and, and like how they were um uh different from uh how like other um uh broadcast outlets were and then afterwards um i uh started a, a fact-checking internship at the um uh, nation i remember that first week where like they were kind of um uh training us uh for it and like there was a lot of emphasis on like oh like if you can't find the answer to to this you like have to um you know uh call the source to confirm uh for example how they spell their name i remember being really intimidated the interesting thing about fact-checking is that it's kind of you're like reporting um uh backwards you're like peeling the layers of a story to to see how it was made um and you know if there are any errors to correct you're just kind of like uh cleaning up the loose ends in a way um i really enjoyed it so like um all this to say uh I, I like did not see myself becoming a journalist when 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 I was in college and not even when I was in um uh grad school, but kind of like various twists of fate have like helped me discover how much I like really enjoy journalism and that I and and like specifically the um uh research aspect uh of it. Um it's it's a role that isn't in a lot of uh, newsrooms, but um, it's, I think, a very uh, essential role in that you kind of are, you know, filling in the holes that maybe the reporter might not be able to do um, uh, by themselves. So it sounds like a lot of the work that you do is kind of behind the scenes. How did you take that leap into uh, teaching at a college level and kind of going from doing everything behind the scenes to being in front of a room full of people? You know, um, it's interesting, like teaching was another thing that I like just never saw myself um, uh, doing because like just too many things to like navigate and 
What helped me break out of that was one of my um, uh, mentors uh, in the news research community who uh, had actually taught me a lot of what I know now had uh, recommended um, uh, me to be an adjunct uh, to the um, uh, um, uh, librarian at um, at um, uh, Newmark who I who who I also knew um uh um uh, a bit uh previously um I remember getting the email from uh her kind of all of a sudden um like last actually it was nearly um uh, a year ago now um asking if I just want if if I like wanted to be an um adjunct for the coming uh semester um I was kind of surprised that I had gotten uh, that email because, yeah, like, again, like, I just never, like, saw myself um, as a, uh, as a teacher. But, like, after thinking about it, I kind of just wanted to, like, give it a try and try to, like, break out of that, like, notion that, like, Oh, because I have the speech impediment, that means that I won't be a good teacher. And yeah, I I finished my second uh, semester of teaching um, just a few um, uh, weeks ago. That's awesome! Congrats. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Something that I'm I'm curious about because as as I've been doing this podcast, I've I've been forced to pay more and more attention to my own stutter. And I only just started meeting other people who stutter really recently. And I find it really interesting that we all kind of have our own way of stuttering, right? Like there's so many different forms. And I'm just curious, like, do you do you interact with other stutters a lot? And how would you d- describe your stuttering compared to others? You, you know, um... It's funny, I met one of my um, uh, good friends is uh, a person who um, uh, stutters and like, you know, we like we both had kind of like, like, found out by accident. Um, And one of my uh, colleagues at like, and like one of my friends and uh, colleagues at ProPublica is also a person who um, uh, stutters. I remember actually the the first time I met um, uh, a person who stutters. I was uh, quite young, um, and my mom was kind of looking for like effective speech um, uh, therapy, um, which is something uh, I know that you're uh, familiar with, um, uh, Maya, um, as you were uh, growing up. Um, but we eventually uh, found. Um, uh, therapists that would kind of like embrace like confidence building as like the primary form of uh therapy and like you know um like maybe include tips to help get through like really intense um uh blocks but like with uh um uh confidence building as like the primary um uh factor um uh, I met people who uh, stutter uh, through those um, uh, therapists. Actually, I went to a couple of the um, 
uh, friends who stutter conventions when I was in middle school and that and like kind of being in like a mass of other people who stutter like really kind it looked like helped me like reset my brain to kind of just like um you know accept that this is the way that that I speak one thing that I wanted to mention with regards to to like teaching like the main thing that helped me was um the first semester that I started teaching it was all still on zoom and like uh I don't know about you um uh Maya but like um I always tend to like get really um like uh like especially in like a big zoom group if I'm expected to like speak or say something um there's always like like a very tiny like oh no um uh moments like in my head like like you know like um like you know that like some pretty um uh like big um uh blocks might be um uh, coming um uh your way but someone had given me the idea of like you know giving the students a brief um uh survey and with each question i would um show the answer uh or, or like i would show my my own answer to those um uh questions and i had a question that was like um is there anything um that i should know whether it's some big um uh life event or uh um uh, any special um uh learning needs or anything in general that i should know um and for me i put down that uh i speak with a chronic stutter which means that it might take me a bit more time uh to speak than average um uh and yeah I, I just like like before even the students met me on zoom they kind of all knew that i had a um a stutter um and i think it worked really well because I don't know, like you, um, like it, it, it felt like we, like on both sides, we were able to kind of empathize with, um, what, like, um, that we were able to like empathize with, um, uh, each other. Yeah. And I think it, that's really helped me like disclosing first it's really helped me um just feel more okay b b because i know that th i i won't be expecting them to re react with that like s surprise like i don't know wh what's going on but um yeah that's always anxiety inducing but i think having some sort of survey i think that that's a good kind of tool t to use for for people especially if it's over Zoom and you're not really able to connect in person one-on-one. -on -one. It sounds like a really tough situation. Um, I had a student that I worked with who didn't have a stutter, but he, there was something going on. Um, and so he was in our adult class and he was practicing interviewing and the interviewers would ask him a question and he would just stay silent for about 20 seconds um before kind of responding with like a one or two word answer 
And so I started working more closely with him one on one. And I asked him, you know, what is going on? Um, why, why does it take you so long to speak? And he said, it just does. Um, and so I told him, maybe that's something you can disclose at the beginning of an interview. But at the same time, it's like both situations are really stressful, you know, kind of writing it out and just just kind of seeing how it goes, but also putting it out there and being like, hey, you might have to be more patient with me. That's also stressful. So I'm curious in your reporting and in your teaching, is there a recent memory that comes to mind or interaction that had to do with your stutter? Just last week, um, uh, I was working from the office and uh, there's a, and like, I'm, I'm still sort of uh, somewhat new at ProPublica and like, since a lot of people are still like, working from home, like most of the time, I haven't met a lot of my um, uh, colleagues yet, or I haven't spoken to them a lot. Um, but like, I was in the office and um, I had, you know, uh, bumped into one of my, um, uh, into um, uh, one of my um, uh, colleagues. And like, we were just like, I think just like, just like, uh, you know, office chat or like, what are you doing for Thanksgiving and all of that. Um, and then he kind of, stopped and asked like uh um uh asking if like he can ask like a somewhat sensitive um uh question um and i was like yeah sure and like i kind of knew that this was like about the um uh, stutter like you can kind of tell and like um i didn't even like realize that i had like stuttered like in front of him uh until he asked that question um but I had a brief, um, uh, like, uh, block when I was um, in the middle of um, uh, speaking uh, to him. Um, he was asking me, like, um, like, what's the right thing to do if, if it takes you a long time to say something? Like, should I just wait? And I was like, yeah, like, um, that was absolutely, like, the right thing to do. And, like, thank you for um, uh, asking. Um, that is so sweet. Yeah, like it's it's really nice when you get like um, questions like that. Like I know people feel awkward asking them, but it's always good to kind of be like acknowledged in, in that way. Address the elephant in the room. Yes, exactly. And just kind of like put it like out there. Um, at the same time, like... I'm like, like also thinking and like th these might not even have to do with like having a stutter or not, like because in journalism, you might need to make like difficult calls with um, sources that are not exactly like friendly um, and like whether or not you have a stutter, they might not go all that well. Um, I remember there was a story I was fact checking at The Intercept and uh, it was uh, a story about um, uh the uh really um inhumane like summer heat in um uh prisons and there was a particular prison part of the assignment was to uh call the prison and just to make sure that they have not in fact installed any new like ventilation or, or like air conditioning and i remember and it's interesting like the way that i deal with like um 
both like difficult phone calls and any like um, uh, phone calls like as a researcher or, or as a reporter is that I try to have like an intro like I try to have like this like introductory script like in front of me um, so that it's like I'm less likely to freeze and like forget what I need to say if I do in fact block but um, anyway th th that was uh, a brief um, uh, aside but um, yeah, I remember that I had called this prison asking them just this one question and they had just like hung up on me. But like that could also have happened if they like, <laughs> if like, if like I don't stutter, like that's a question that they probably don't want to be getting and had probably been getting it from maybe more than one um, a reporter. That reminds me of when I was working in the PR industry it was my first job out of college, and my my role at that PR firm was to pitch journalists. That was literally my only job was to pitch journalists, to land stories for our clients who were paying a lot of money for us to get them in publications. So I would call people like Miriam <laughs> and pitch them stories and... When I first started doing this, my manager, she wanted to listen and make sure I was, I was pitching it right and all that stuff. And that was the worst because, of course, I stuttered. And she's like, she was like, oh, did you not prepare? Um, and even though, like, when I would pitch, I would be successful. Like, I'd still be able to, like, get through my script. So... Eventually, I started showing that I could do it and land stories because I was a very good people person. But my manager's first impression of me is, I don't know if we hired the right person. She, she, you know, and it was just such a, um, it was it was really tough to get through it. That sounds like a movie about like a toxic work environment. It sounds awful. Yeah, I think what helped me a lot when the work got really um uh stressful like i think in like journalism and like in any kind of you know workplace um or industry um is really making sure that you have like a good support uh network in your um uh workplace yeah when you were deciding um because I know you mentioned you never saw yourself necessarily teaching. When you were making that decision, did you have people who were uplifting you saying, yes, you should totally do it? Did you have people who were tearing you down saying, no, this will cause you a lot of stress? What was that whole experience like? I had spoken to a lot of my um, uh, colleagues and friends. They had all like encouraged me to just kind of um, uh, go for it. The stutter is just something that you can address. Um, like, it's interesting, it's something that, 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 like, I think about a lot, but they didn't think about it, like, that much, it, like, as, like, a way, as, like, a thing that would, like, affect my performance, or that would, like, affect, or, or, or that would, like, um, uh, uh, that would potentially, uh, um, uh, affect my, uh, performance as a, um, uh, teacher. They, they just were, like, you know, you seem to, like, like you know teaching people how to do certain stuff you should just 
go for it and teach in a class and see how it is. Journalism, like generally, like even if you're, um, you know, in a role that isn't, that like doesn't require you to say, do a lot of public facing like speaking or like phone um uh calling um it's a really like um uh like kind of like how uh maya was saying about the um uh p- about the um uh, pr industry um it's a really um a difficult industry to navigate even as like a non um uh stutterer like um even if you don't need to like speak maybe um you know, you, like, want to, like, speak up about things like uh, burnout or, like, working um, uh, conditions or, like, ensuring that, um, uh, you know, both uh, the newsroom makeup and, like, the coverage embraces, um, uh, like, um, uh, diversity. Um, A lot of uh, different things um, uh, like that. And my current work place, it's the first environment where I've ever had, um, you know, I disclosed to my co-workers right off at the bat, and it's been such a positive experience. My boss is so accepting and patient with my stutter. And so, yeah, I guess our last question for you is, what would you say to an aspiring journalist or someone who kind of wants to get into an industry where you have to communicate a lot like what would you say to that person who has a stutter i would say don't be afraid to kind of go after uh what you feel really um uh, passionate about um like if there are stories that you um like that you're seeing and that you want to write about and report on that you're not seeing elsewhere you should be the person to do that um uh reporting um and that like you know your stutter doesn't like make you any less qualified to be someone uh speaking in like a public facing um uh, setting. Well, this was such a lovely conversation and we thank you so much for being with us, especially on such short notice. And I'm super jealous you're going to that concert. (laughs) I hope you have so much fun. (laughs) And that's it for this episode. I'm Maya and I'm Cynthia. And you've been listening to Proud Stutter. This episode of Proud Stutter was produced by me, Maya Chupkov. And edited by me, Cynthia Chin. Our music was composed by Augusto Denise and our artwork by Mara Ezekiel and Noah Chupkov. If you have an idea or want to be part of future episodes, find us on Twitter at Proud Stutter. You can also find us at www.proudstutter.com. Drop us a note or share a voice memo. What's your stuttering story? What topics would you like us to cover? And what are you curious about? And if you like the show, you can leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. More importantly, tell your friends to listen too. Until we meet again, thanks for listening. Be proud and be you.